Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Hi, you listeners, and welcome back to Real Film Nerds Podcast, episode number 245. Does that sound right, Mike? Sounds right. I didn't look, because I think 244 was our last Harvest Horror Fest of the season, so we are back kind of on schedule, I guess. We don't really have a schedule. We do what we want. Um, this week, we're talking about a movie that had already come out. It's on HBO Max. It's in the theaters. I opted to go watch it in the theaters. I'm glad I did. It was spectacular in the theaters. Mike, you watch it on HBO Max? I did. I did. So there you go. We're going to get a little uh, differing opinions, I think, maybe on this film, but we'll see. The sci-fi thriller based on the book of the same name. This is the first part, soon to be a second part, and I do not believe it is a remake from the original 1984 film, but we're talking about the latest hit, Dune. Mike, go ahead, give us the rundown for the 2021 Dune. All right, so uh, 2021 Dune is uh, starring Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Zendaya, Zendaya, uh, Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa, uh, Stellan Star- Skarsgård, uh, Josh Brolin, Javier Bordem, Bardem, Bardem, and uh, this was directed by Denis Villeneuve, and is written by John Spates, Denis Villeneuve, Eric Roth, and based on the book Dune, uh, Frank Herbert. And this movie features an adaptation of Frank Herbert's science fiction novel about the son of a noble family entrusted with the protection of the most valuable asset and most vital element in the galaxy. So, Mike, did you watch the original Dune from 1984? I have seen it, but I haven't seen it recently. So I've seen it. It's been several, several, several years since I saw it. I was probably in high school when I saw it last. Uh, I started rewatching it, trying to rewatch it before I went and watched this one in the theaters. Didn't make it all the way through. I got about halfway through. I don't want to slam it because it's 1984. It's a different time, different things. It was an okay movie back then. Personal opinion, even though this is just the first part of a two-part film, this one blew it out of the water. I absolutely, absolutely love this film. I thought it was fantastic. That's great, man. Um, yeah, I can't wait to get into it more. I So I liked it quite a bit, but I felt like it was a little bit slow at some times. And um, it was, uh, since it was shot by Dennis Villano, uh as the director, he uh, he's an amazing uh, former cinematographer. And so visually, it's it's just awesome. All of his movies are visually awesome. And um, this one is no exception. I really like that about this movie. But I thought it was a little slow to get going. And as someone who hasn't uh, been super familiar with the Dune, um, I guess I, I guess Dune kind of story, I would have liked to had almost like, uh, I'm going to say the, I'm gonna say the words, Matt, Star Wars, like... Uh, like you know where where it tells you a little bit yeah the crawl the a little crawl. bit yeah a little a bit dune crawl yeah <laughs> i wanted to dune crawl a little bit just to just to give us a quick overview of what's going on cuz it 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 reminded me a lot of game of thrones 
uh, now, like like seeing this movie versus uh, you know have recently watched the Game of Thrones series, but uh, it was still great. And you, you found out more and more as the movie went on, but I, I would have liked to have just a little bit to know uh, a little bit, you know. Now, the, the 1984 Dune does that. It has expose in the beginning of the film for about a good 10, 15 minutes or so, bringing up to speed, explaining everything to you. Uh, Dennis uh, Villeneuve did not do that in this film, and that was a choice. Um, they also had expose throughout the film in the original 1984. I don't know if it would have helped or hurt. I think it probably would have helped at least a little bit because I love this film overall. I thought it was very, very good. But just like you, Mike, I agree. The pacing is one of the things that really turned me off a lot. I, I It's slow, and then it's a whole lot of action. It's slow, a lot of action. It's very strange, the pacing. I'm not super huge about it. And then uh, the other issue, much like yourself, I would say it the story can get quite confusing because you don't know what's going on. You don't know what these families are. You don't know what these planets are. You don't know why spice is so important. They don't explain all these things. You just know it is. So I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, they, they do end up kind of saying a little bit more about the spice and stuff and what it's used for, but it's like... There's just some things that are just, uh, you know, like when you're first or, you know, encountering some of the characters, you don't know who they are and they, they kind of present themselves like organically in the story. And that's, that's fine. Um, another thing that, I mean, these are, these are all minor complaints, but another thing I was a little bit disappointed was, um, some of the characters I would have liked to see a lot more of, uh, like Josh Brolin's character and Jason Momoa just kind of not you don't really see much like i don't want to get into spoilers yet matt but uh let's just say the ending of this movie left me yearning for more well and that's its goal because they wanted to be able to sell enough tickets with this one to be able to film the next one so that's i don't know when the last time they did that but think about it mike it's a little scary that a filmmaker that literally has people like jason momoa aquaman you have Josh Brolin, you have Thanos, you Correct. have Oscar Isaac from Star Wars and, you know, X-Men and everything else. I think he's in the MCU or will be soon. You have these huge characters. You have Zendaya from Spider-Man. You have these huge faces, these huge characters, these huge names in this film. And now Hollywood is going, well, if it doesn't make this amount of money, we're not making your second one. Sorry. It's crazy what COVID has done to this world. I mean, who would ever doubt Dennis Villeneuve being able to create a second film that's as successful, if not more, than his previous works like Arrival and Blade Runner 2049. You know, the list goes on and on. I mean, those Sicario. were huge. Sicario. Huge blockbusters that made a lot of money. And in this post-COVID world, people just aren't going to the theater still. And they want, you know, they're not in it to... They're not doing a service for the people. I mean, yes, they are. They're in it to make money. And if they're not going to make money, they're not going to make the movies, period. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but, I mean, hand it to Dennis Villeneuve for uh, the visual effects in this and, and the shots and everything. Incredible. Like, I believed we were wherever the heck they said we were. You know, like, it was awesome. Uh, there was only one special effects shot that was a little bit weird 
and it's kind of in the beginning, Matt, and it's it's when they're the one group. Uh, what is it? The R starts with an A. Uh, anyway, doesn't matter. The one family is cruising over to the area with the spice. Hold on, oh. cruising over to the area with the spice. Like the the whole colony or whatever is moving over there. Like the, you know how the one guy oh. gets a ward. When House Artides is moving to the yes. Dune, House, Dune planet. House, so yes. they didn't House explain Artides. that in this movie yet either. But the reason why it's called Dune is because that's the name of the planet. It's not the name of the planet. It's the nickname of the planet that has the spice. They call it Dune because the entire city, not city, the entire planet is nothing but a ball of sand. Yeah, they didn't really explain that. Like it, it would have been, I mean, it was fine, but it would have been nice to find out a little bit about different things like the sandworms and thumping and different things like the it just wasn't explained but it's fine um i might be getting into spoilers too soon so matt instead of doing that i'm just going to ask you a question what are you drinking this fine evening morning afternoon (sighs) well mike i'm going to be boring i went to the store i bought a cheap beer because i am cheap and poor now so I bought myself some Miller High, Net, High Life, the champagne of beers. My go-to cheap beer. I, I know. I drink it a lot, but it's a good quality beer. I literally can get a 12-pack for $12. How can you can, can you hate that? Yeah. In this in this post-COVID world, man, that is a, that is a steal. Mike, uh, are you continuing your pumpkin beer tradition all the way to the end of the year? Uh, I, I'm still working through. So we ended up, you know, making a big run on the pumpkin beers and we still have a few left. So, uh, I am still drinking, uh, this one's Elysian Night Owl. It's their pumpkin ale and it is, uh, pretty tasty. Is it Elysian or is it Elysian? I think it's Elysian, Elysian. I don't know. Like, it's just like the movie that Matt Damon was in. I don't, I don't know how to say it. Yeah. I'm going with Elysian. Eh, it doesn't matter. You're you're the alcoholic, so I figured you would know. Well, thanks, Matt. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to come back and say, I don't go to meetings, but of course, you don't. You don't leave the house. You can't. No, not, not in my current state, uh, which brings me to, uh, I ended up streaming this movie, and unfortunately, I could not stream it all at once. It was two hours and 45 minutes. That was too much time for me to dedicate all at once, so... Uh, you know, it was, I, I would have loved to see this movie in the theater. I would have loved it. I love the soundtrack. I love the visuals. I would have loved to see just on a giant screen. Instead, I had to stand, uh, settle for my, um, lowly, uh, 4k screen at home and just wasn't quite the same, you know? Dude, I, I have to say, I am really glad I saw in the theaters, the visuals, and Hans Zimmer's uh, soundtrack, just incredible. Absolutely incredible. I mean, Mike, I don't know if you know this, but Hans Zimmer is a huge fan of the the Dune novel. And uh, Christopher Nolan kept trying to get him to collaborate with him to do a Dune film, and he kept turning him down. Wow, that's interesting. I, I did read something that... Um... Christopher Nolan applauded Dennis uh, Villeneuve for this movie. He said it was awesome with all the um, special effects. Like he, he used everything. I don't know. He had a term in there, but he, he said he did a great job, which is cool. Cause I don't think that happens a lot with these directors these days. 
No, no, especially now when someone else did a wonderful job on something they wanted to do. So, anyways, that's according to IMDb. It could be wrong, but I'm reading IMDb right now. So, all right, Mike, let me ask the most important question of said podcast, Real Film Nerds, episode number 245, Dune 2021. Mike, how does it relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, Matt, I love these easy ones, man. So we have Thanos in this, uh, Josh Brolin. We have um, Dave Bautista in this, uh, who, of course, is Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and Volume 2, and Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. Uh, you know, there's uh, Zendaya who's from Spider-Man. I mean, there's just, there's tons of people in this movie. Like it, it's like a who's who of acting right now. It's kind of crazy. I don't know how I got all these people. Dude, they killed it. They got so many big name actors in this film. I mean, Charlotte Rampling, David Dosmolchin. I forget. I'm horrible at pronouncing his last name, but he was in um, Suicide Squad. He was a polka dot guy. He's a very good actor. Oh, in his own yes. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Polka dot guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy too. Yeah, there's yep. just tons of people. Yep. Um, uh, ha- Javier Bardem. I, I mean, come on, dude. He is an incredible actor. No Country for uh, Old Men. Come on. Yeah, and 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 uh, Stalin or St- Stalin. Uh, I'm screwing it up, but Skarsgård. Yeah, Stalin Skarsgård. He, he, mm-hmm. he was a great, great. Terror, like you know, um, uh, bad guy, like he was awesome. Oh, yeah, and we're gonna see more of him in the sequel because that is one thing. Uh, before Mike and I get too deep into the spoiler section, this movie did make enough money on opening weekend, they did announce it. Uh, I think it was this week, it was, I think it was, no, it was this week, yeah. As the podcast comes out, it was last week, but they did announce it that they are going to go ahead and do part two because it made enough money, so that's awesome. I'm that excited. is awesome. That's very awesome because this movie leaves like a huge cliffhanger and like I was yearning for more. Like it, it, it takes a little while to build up, but it's, it was awesome. I, I, I guess it's a slow burn, but maybe a little bit too slow in certain places, but I really was like wanting more. And like one thing I wanted more of this movie, which I wish they would have shown a little bit was, um, Jason Momoa's character goes and does like, um, I don't know r- relations like with the natives. What, what would you call that? Like he, he's ambassador. Almost, yeah, he's kind almost of. like an ambassador or like like uh, infiltrating them as like a CIA agent or something. But they know who he is, and so he he gets to know the the native. Um, oh, what are their names? The Freemans? Is that what they call them? F- free. Uh, oh. Fr- Friends? No, it, oh man. It doesn't matter. The the native yeah. peoples of the planet where their eyes blow glow blue. Um he gets to know them like really well. And you don't get to see any of that interaction in him studying them and admiring them. And he turns out that he admires them as some of the hardest fighters in the entire, you know, galaxy, and he's fought against several of them, you know, and they, they wailed on him. And it's Jason Momo, he's a monster, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would have liked to seen some of that, at least like a little bit or something, you know, like, because basically he kind of gets sent ahead 
and then we see him later on and then we see, you know, he gives us the report and all that stuff. But it would have been great to to see that. Mike, maybe that's a way to bring him into the sequel. They'll have a flashback of him meeting with the Fremen. That's what it is. Fremen. Fremen. Yeah, that's Fremen. it, dude. Good job. They'll they'll have him meeting and studying the Fremen and then he'll be in the sequel. Yeah, and like Josh Brolin. Oh man, I I would have loved to see him a little bit more, man. Like you kind of see that he's this badass. They get like attacked and then, you know, his his fate is undetermined. I I I don't know. I never saw anything. So but yeah, it would have been better to see a little bit more of his character. Like I felt like some just a little bit of backstory on his character or something um, would have been good, but um, we don't we don't get it, so it's fine. So just to make sure people know, uh, we are in the spoiler section now. So just in case you were wondering, we're now spoiling the film. <laughs> but that's typical. We usually start spoiling after the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But yes, uh, Josh Brolin plays uh, uh, Gurney Hollick who is basically, from what I gather, the commander, not just general, but the commander of all their armed forces. And he's not one that sits back and watches. He was leading them, some bitches, headstrong when the uh, enemy from the uh, the Harkonnen were landing. And he's just charging. Yeah, no, it, that that was cool, but we the the them getting taken over by the Harkonnen... Like, I understand they were basically getting bum-rushed and they've, you know, been sabotaged from within. But I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of the results in a different, like, uh, I felt like that scene was kind of rushed. I, I know the movie's two hours and 45 minutes, so I, what, what could I be asking for? But But this goes back to that pacing thing where we spend, like, 45 minutes with them I don't know if you really are, but watching them trounce through the desert and trounce all over the place. And it's like, I'd rather have more time on the cool shit. Sure. The desert stuff is important, but you don't need a ton of time on that kind of stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Just my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was cool to learn about the little suit things and stuff like that'd be awesome to be able to harness your, like all the water that you like sweated off. Matt living in Arizona, that would be like maze balls. You could just go out into the desert for days. You'd be fine. Dude, it would save so much water for us. It really would if we all had suits like that. I mean, yeah, we still would have to want to drink water, but it would save us a lot of water. It really would. It'd be kind of cool. Yeah. No, I, I thought that was really neat. And even when they were in that like uh, that little tent thing, when they're, uh, I mean... Uh, doesn't matter but there's a, a scene where they're in a little tent and they ha- they, they like gather the water from their their sweat and tear or their tears and what what else was it it was like the tears the sweat the moisture from the temperature changes the tent was actually absorbing the water and like putting it into like not so much a gallon bucket but it was putting it into a container for them to drink or reuse yeah, I thought that was awesome, man. Like, so cool. Like, um, Matt, what did you think of the little dragonfly ships? Like, uh, they, they, they were fun, right? Dude, those things are awesome. Uh, so those don't exist at the scale of full scale where people can ride in them. But there are uh, several RC and you might have seen them in like kite stores and stuff. They're called ornithopters. 
and they flap their wings like bugs or like uh, birds or anything. If there's only two, it's more like a bird, but they have some that do more. They're really interesting, but they are not practical because they it takes a lot of energy to cause those wings to go up and down. It's a lot easier to just burn a jet fuel. Yeah, um, uh, I, I loved it visually, Matt, but uh, at the same time, I was like thinking about it practically and I was like, I feel like this is fraught with problems. Dude, the sand would get in all those gears and stuff because you got to have some serious lubrication with stuff moving that fast. Even if it's grease, the sand's going to get in there and it's going to turn to a paste and it's going to jam everything up, which we did see in the movie, spoilers, where you know they go through a sandstorm and the shit locks up and the there goes one wing, there goes another. You know, that's Although I think it would happen just floating around in a desert area, not just going through a sandstorm. But I don't know, Mike, I'd... I'd really liked this movie i thought it was very very good there's aspects of it that we've talked about that are boring but overall i loved it uh one thing and i don't think this is so much maybe a movie standpoint it's more of a story possibly from the book i personally do not get or understand why the emperor who we have not seen or met or even know he even exists yet why the emperor would Tell the Harkonnen, the House Harkonnen, to leave, and then say, "Here, House Artreides, we want you guys to run it now. Let them go, and then be like, okay, Harkonnens, go kill them, go attack them. Oh, and by the way, you know this other planet where all they do, I guess the easiest way to compare them is like Spartans. All they do is fight, and they're armed military, and they're killers. By the way, we're going to give you two battalions of their soldiers to come and kick some ass too." And so I don't understand the emperor's thing behind it unless he feels threatened by House Artides in general and just wants to wipe him off the face of the earth. That's the only thing I could come up with. That seemed to be something that they were getting at, Matt. And then the, um, oh, what is the name of the weird, like, religion drogue? The ladies? Uh, yeah. yeah, well, they were, they were all supposed to be ladies. They're all, uh, they're all supposed to be ladies, and then the main character, Paul Artreides, is supposed to be a, a, well, is the first male that was trained in the ways of that religion. Uh, I don't remember what they're called. It starts with a G. It's it's something weird, kind of a weird name, but mm-hmm. that doesn't matter. Um, it, it was interesting. It's like, because they, I think it's, because of that, that they wanted to wipe them off. Like, I think they wanted to get rid of them, but then they were like protected. It was weird, man. Mm. Like there was a lot of, like, it seemed like back doors and like politics involved. And I don't know, dude, we'll see. I mean, I hope there's a lot more expose to it. You know what they should do? I know there's been a show in the past, but you know, maybe they should expand on this with a show that's tied to the, to the theaters, you know? to the uh movie the new movie versions because i know there was a show uh many many years ago i don't know what channel it was on but there was a dune tv show oh there was yeah i think it was in the early 2000s and it really kind of dove more into this and the lore of the show and everything oh okay that'd be great uh yeah hold on i got it here on the imdbs it was a three-part miniseries does that sound right sounds about right yeah Three-part miniseries with William Hertz and Alec Newman, Juan Carlo Gianni. Anyways, there's a lot. See, like here's even more. There's like Children of Dune, 
There's the Dune night. There's a lot of Dune lore out there. So I don't know. I mean, maybe we sh- just don't know enough about it because we didn't watch it. It's true. I don't know, but I, I definitely want to read the book. Have you ever read the book, Mike? I have not, but I, I'm I'm interested in it. So I uh, have Audible. I gave in and got Audible because I'm having a hard time reading or getting time to read, and I spend a lot of time in the car. So I listen to music, I listen to podcasts, and I listen to audiobooks. And so this month, um, just because I really have been wanting to read this book since I was a kid, I got the Audible book. Mike, this will blow you away. If you buy it like outright, it's $40 for the audiobook. Whoa. Yeah. It's huge, though. It's like like 20 hours, something like that. Wow. I know it's very beloved, so I'm sure it's very good. Yeah. Well, I, I'm excited. Hopefully, they did a good adaptation because a lot of times on the audi- audiobooks, it depends how they do it, but they'll bring voice actors in and have do, have them do the different parts in the audiobooks, and it really adds to it. It really does. Yeah. No, that, that that's great. Um yeah, I understand not having time to read, Matt. I understand that. Dude, I have more books now. I uh, no, This makes me feel like shit, but uh, I'll own up to it. I think I have more books now that I have not read in my collection than I have. And that's depressing because I just flat out don't have time. Because if I have time, I'm usually trying to sleep. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, I, you know, preaching to the choir over here yeah no no i know you understand mike i know you understand in waves so all right mike well let's go ahead and do it uh i think we've discussed quite a bit about this film i am excited for a sequel i definitely want to review the sequel when it comes out or not sequel but dune part two because i guess it's technically not a sequel it's actually going to be like one movie it's just going to be like five hours or six hours long but uh mike you go first how many reels do you give dune 2021 all right, Matt. So uh, I'm going to give this one four reels out of five. Uh, it is a fantastic movie. The only caveat I would I would uh, give for the audience out there is it might be a little tough if you know nothing about the Dune, um, I guess, lore or um, what do I, um, intellectual property to understand some of the things at first. But give it patience and and. The movie explains most of the things, and just just hit the I believe that that's the only thing that's a little bit rough from from anyone who has never seen or knows anything about Dune. This is a little bit harsh um, to to get going on because it just starts and it's beautifully shot and just enjoy it. You I think you'll like it. All right, Mike, don't hate me. Okay, I loved it. I'm not at a five, though. I'm close. I am at a four and a half. And the reason why I don't give it a full five is because of the pacing, which I've talked about earlier, and also um, the confusion in the story and how the story is presented because they're just, you can, it's easy to get lost really quick in this in this story. And if you don't know the history of Dune and you haven't read the books or you haven't seen the 84 movie or you haven't seen the show or any of that stuff, you're really kind of going to be lost, I guess is a nice way to put it. Yeah. Now, uh, I, I mean, yeah, there's no other way to put it. So, all right, man, four and a half. That's that's awesome, man. Is that your first four and a half this year? No, I don't think so, because didn't I give – I'm trying to – Oh, you gave uh, um, the the 
Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Free Guy. I was trying four to remember half. if I gave Free Guy five or if I gave it four and a half. I thought I gave it a five. I think you gave it a four and a half, dude. I don't I don't think you've given out a five. I uh, never you give know out what? five. You know why I didn't give it a five? <laughs> I remember now. Because it's not for everyone. That's why I didn't give it a five. Because if you don't know about video games like my mom and dad, it's wasted on you. Ah, uh, yeah. So, and and that's that's a valid point, man. Valid. And I just did get Free Guy for my birthday from my lovely girlfriend as one of my gifts. She got me the super ultimate deluxe 4K blah, blah, blah digital download from Target with art book or whatever. And I already watched it. I love that movie. It's so good. <laughs> well, that was a great gift. Uh, you know, congrats. She That's gave me awesome. a lot of other things too. But Awesome. She found some of these uh, battleship targets for like shooting, like shooting targets. So it looks like a game of Battleship, and you shoot out each other's uh, ships. Oh. I think that'll okay. be fun, too. Yeah, nice. So cool. anyways. All right, Mike. Well, you want to talk about the movie we're going to review next week? Or try to? Yeah. So so we're, I'm going to potentially try to go out and see a theater movie uh, of The Eternals. Because, uh, you know, it's MCU. So... Boom! That that makes it easy for me, and uh, <laughs> but the uh, the the other problem though is uh, just trying to get out for a few hours. It's a little bit rough having uh, a newborn and a uh, toddler who's getting smarter every second. Uh, doing that, but we'll figure out something, Matt, and um, might even get Mags out on the podcast, and that'd be fun. Because um, I know uh, when Mag shows up, all of a sudden our ratings go, or our uh, listenership goes through the roof. So, well, everybody loves maniacal Mags, and that's one thing. Next time, you know, granted, it'll probably be in twenty. How you just had two kids, so let's see, twenty forty one. Now maybe maybe closer, maybe like twenty thirty eight, thirty seven, somewhere around there. When the kids are moved out, you'll come back to Arizona and visit, and then. Me, you, and Max can go in studio and do the radio. In studio. That would be fun. That would be, dude. 2037. It's a date. 2037. Now, the fun part is is I'm trying to get my mom to come up, and then I'm going to drag her butt into the radio station, and we're going to do, you know, Ma Henshaw and me in the in the studio. I think that'll be a lot of fun on the radio. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. So, all right, Mike. Well, next week, Eternals, uh, is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? My vote, I don't think it's going to be the greatest MCU movie out there. I just have a bad feeling. Not everything is going to be tippy-top on every single movie. Uh, Is it going to be worse than the worst MCU movie to date, Thor Dark World? I don't know. That movie was pretty bad. Pretty bad. Mike, what are your thoughts? I think you think it's going to be killer, right? We talked about this before. I did think it was going to be killer. Uh, I heard it's getting panned in the reviews, but Matt, you know, we're not the typical critics. I don't even know if we're we're really, we don't consider ourselves critics. And a lot of times when the critics are like, this movie's garbage, we're like, man, we loved it. Right. So, right. Who, so who knows? Uh, I'm still hoping. I'm still, I'm going to go in with a hope and uh, see how, see how it goes. We're, we're just two dudes that like to watch movies, and that's what it says on our website. We've been watching movies our whole lives, pretty much. 
we've been talking about movies pretty much when we were in high school and in well not maybe college a little bit because we went to separate colleges but this is what we did you know when we were together we talked about movies like this so now it's just you guys get to listen to us banter about it as well and find out how it relates to the marvel cinematic universe (laughs) yeah yeah i like movies so much i actually worked in movie theaters twice uh it was a lot of fun uh sometimes like uh there's you know there's a lot of work involved with that but uh I, I, I enjoyed the movie part and still always wanted to see the movies and, and uh, ended up being able to do film work and make the movies, uh, like put them together in the reels and stuff. And that was my favorite part of the movie um, uh, experience. And I love making those movies. And well, I mean, not making them, but like putting them all together to be shown. So that, that was cool. Well, all right, Mike, I think that's it for me. How about yourself, young man? Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I'll, I'll take us out of here, Matt. Um, you know, thanks everybody for listening. Make sure to follow us on socials. Uh, I wanted to say Facebook, but should I say Meta? <laughs> oh, geez. Are they going to change it to Meta.com now? That's so ridiculous. Uh, Come on. Everybody knows who the hell it is. And name changing is not going to fix it. <laughs> anyway, uh, for those who don't know, uh, Facebook is changing their name uh, to Meta, and uh, I think some of it is to try and get out of some of the controversy that's been going on lately, but also uh, Mark Zuckerberg thinks that uh, we all want to just like live inside our computers, which is weird. So um, anyway, um, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitters, and uh, go out there, stream a movie, maybe go catch a movie in the theater if you can go catch dune in the theater if you can because it is a theater movie um even though it is available on hbo max which is how i watched it i would prefer that everybody go see it at the theater if if possible or if you feel safe doing it i I know it's there's still some still some covid out there health Um, is always number one be safe yeah yeah uh but other than that uh once again thanks for listening and uh Catch you on the next pod, uh, which will be Eternals, hopefully. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Joining me in the studio now on Magic 99.1, Matt Henshaw from The Real Film Nerds Podcast. Good morning and welcome. Happy November. Good morning, Lisa. <laughs> looks like you got a new haircut. It looks very nice. Thank you. You like it? Yes. A little it's different, very nice. huh? A little, a little different. It's a little shorter. A little fresh, a little clean. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for noticing. You're welcome. And you look the same. And that's a, that's uh, a good go thing. I'm going to go with that's a compliment or <laughs> it's a negative. Depends. <laughs> Depends if I'm looking in the mirror or not. Right? You look amazing. Okay, there and we go. We're anxious to, and you know, we're on the radio, so it really doesn't matter what we look I, like. We could roll in here and nobody would know the difference. You have told me I have a face for radio. So. <laughs> you told me the same, though. That's, that's not That's why true. I shared that with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough with the compliments. Yes, ma'am. What did you think of Dune? It was amazing. Was it amazing? You loved it. You were so excited about this movie. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. And you told me it's like a Star Wars movie. Yeah, it's a it's a sci-fi theatrical huge blockbustery kind of film yeah. that if you're not into sci-fi, you're probably not going to like it. Okay. 
Um, and you are. I'm very much into sci-fi. Right. I, I love sci-fi. I've never read the book. Yeah. Uh, it is not a remake of the 1984. It's the same story, but this is a whole lot longer than the 1984 film. Oh, yeah? Uh, well, like, how long is it? This is only the first part, and the first part was uh, almost three hours, oh I think. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And so they have a second part coming, okay. which is great because it is coming. Yeah. Uh, the studios, I was just talking about this on the podcast a little bit. The studios now, it doesn't matter if you're the world's greatest director and have the best cast ever. Right. They wait to see how your first movie does. They do. And okay. so they waited until after that first week to, weekend to announce that they are going to make a okay. sequel. Good. Well, thank goodness. Weird how yeah, that COVID is weird. has changed the world. Yeah. Because I mean, the director of this is the guy that directed Blade Runner 2049, Sicario, uh, just Big you time. name it, just Academy Awards after Academy yeah. Awards. And they're like, yeah, if this doesn't make money, we're not making your second well, one. And that Sorry. would just leave the viewer hanging if you didn't make the, the second part. Especially how this one ends. Yeah. It ends on a cliffhanger for sure. Oh, well, I hate those three hours spent and you still need more. That's great for I me. I need to know something now. How do you? It's difficult. How do you go? How do you go three hours without going to the bathroom? You just don't drink any soda all day. <laughs> you plan ahead. You huh? plan ahead. Okay. All right. Or <laughs> no, I won't get gross. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because you did see it in the theater, right? <laughs> yes, I yeah, did. Yes, you I did to... see this in the theater. Oh, it is so much better in the theater. Oh, I'm sure it's on HBO Max. But Dennis Villeneuve, who's the director, is known for he's a, used to be a cinematographer, a French cinematographer, very good, one of the best out there. And then he became a director. Okay. And so it shows very much in his films. I mean, they're just. Very, very pretty. Okay, very so. good. So, how many reels are you going to give it? I'm thinking about four, four and a half. Four and a half, you're four right. Four and a half. Four and a half. I That's loved amazing. it. Amazing. Yep. The only reason it didn't get five is because um, the story is tough to follow. I okay. don't know the lore real well. I, last time I saw the 84 movie was, I was probably in high school. So, okay. it was a while ago now. Yeah. Um, so I don't remember all this stuff. If you've read the book, if you've seen the other movies, if you've watched the shows, you'll probably get a lot more out of it than someone that's going in fresh. Okay. So that's one reason why I dropped it. The other, the other one is it, the pacing kind of jumps around. It's like a whole lot of action and a whole lot of awesomeness and yeah. then dull for like oh. 45 minutes oh and then awesome and then dull. So I didn't like that. They're testing your stay awake skills. The, Cause yeah, like they were. me, I'd be yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, well, unless you go and see it at like five in the morning, which theaters are closed. Right, they are. Yeah, so. my bad. Okay, so you gave it four and a half reels. Yep. Let's give your mother a call and see what she thought about Dune. I'm curious because she right. saw it in California. Okay, very good. Ma Hinshaw coming up next on Magic. Good morning. Good morning, Ma Hinshaw on Magic 99.1. How are you? Oh, I'm really fine. I had a fun week last week. Good, did you? I went to San Clemente all week. Oh, you lucky dog, you. Tell me, did you have some Halloween candy yesterday? Uh, actually, I just got home last night from California. Okay. So we didn't have any kitties. I felt so bad. Oh, Matt, did you eat Halloween candy yesterday? Yes, just yes. by myself. What flavor? Reese's peanut butter oh, cups your all day long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. So Matt gave Dune four and a half reels. Ma Hinshaw, what'd you think Ooh, of the movie? Beautiful movie. Gorgeous. Wow. I mean, the the special effects, the everything was, it was just beautiful. Yeah. But I was very tired because I went to not scary farm thing. Oh, how fun. And I was up until two o'clock. <laughs> oh my gosh, Ma. <laughs> So I fell asleep a lot from what my daughter said. 
Were you drinking Jason Mimosas? <laughs> no, but I was very upset. He didn't take his shirt off once. Are you kidding me? It was me? disappointing. Oof. What? Three hours and no Jason Momoa nudity, huh? Nope. None. Wow. No. Yeah. No. That is disappointing. You know, he should have taken off that wild suit, whatever thing they wore. <laughs> uh, gee whiz, you know. <laughs> but anyway, it was a great movie. And and um, I think people who've read the book or, or seen the old movie, which Matt has, and I don't ever remember seeing it, would really love it. Really, really. I know the people uh, at the movie enjoyed it. Right. And you thought what? What'd you give it? How many cookies? Uh, well, mm, I'd say four. Oh, you still gave it a four, even though you're not that crazy about it. Well, no, I would have been crazy about it uh, had I had more background sure. information. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's just me because I'm old. Well, no, I think that that's very true to um, to a review because I haven't seen any of the previous ones and I have not read the book. So I probably would pass on this movie because I don't want to do all the homework to get me prepared. And no shirtless that's, Jason Momoa. And no sh- shirtless Jason Momoa. Yeah. Yeah, that that's the biggest warning. You know, you go expecting... <sighs> to see him lifting weights or doing something, you right, know, lifting and no. weights. <laughs> <laughs> running on the beach, something. Give us oh, something. Yes. Well, it was a lot of beach and no water. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of beach to run on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. Four cookies. My shot. you're a delight. I'm glad you're back home safe from your vacation. We'll check in with you next week. Thank you. You have a safe week, too. Thank you, sweet pea. Bye-bye. You're on 99.1. That's Nug- it. We've got her trained really yep, well. Yep. So what movie will we review next week? So this week, the latest Marvel Cinematic Universe film that was pushed back and a victim of COVID comes out. Yes. It is getting slaughtered by the critics already. Oh, boy. I don't think it's going to be great. Yeah. But that's just my thoughts. My co-host thinks it's going to be incredible. All right. We'll see. But it's The Eternals. The Eternals. Finally in theaters. Finally, yeah. All right. We'll look forward to chatting about that next Monday. Guys, check out the podcast. It's called The Real Film Nerds. Maddie, thanks for stopping in. No, thank you, Lisa. You're, you're very welcome.